Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekolder of the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for another 30 minutes or so here in the studios, helping us to field the the bevy of questions that are coming in. Kevin Dissler from Pitt and Frank, great guy, great attorney. You can reach uh, Kevin and Pitt and Frank at 895-9900. Good to have hey, you here, Good sir. morning, yeah, Bob. Good morning. Also here in for the still vacationing, Randy Rocky from Swan Financial, Brian Likens at 773-4834. Good to talk Hello, to you. Hello, Bob. Hello there. And also my son, Greg, who likes to be reached by, because he's a millennial, at uh, Greg at <laughs> It's true. A low shot start yeah, earlier today. Oh, yeah. No, no kidding. All right. Coming up, by the way, a little bit later on today's show, the worst money mistakes you can make when you buy a home. This is an eye-opener. The worst money mistakes you can make. But first, let's, shall we go to the phones, eh? Three seven six five four eight three is my direct number. You can reach us anytime to get on the air. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Marilyn. Yeah. Um, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. I've signed up on about 10 websites that show me homes, and I'm... The only thing I'm seeing is like the same homes over and over again. Um, does anyone else have any more homes to see? That's a great question. And I will tell you that, quite frankly, Marilyn, everybody has the same feed of homes that come on the market. So here's what happens. As realtors, Greg, I, myself, the other agents, the 20-plus that we have, and then all the agents in both southern Indiana and uh, in Louisville, use our individual multiple listing service. So we just will put on the listings, and then they get fed out to every other website that's out there. Mm -hmm. Some of them include our videos. Some of them include 3D uh, photography that we do. But all of them have the basic feed. And Zillow, though I'm not a big fan so much of Zillow because they don't have as accurate information on homes as I think they should, uh, but Zillow did a study a number of years ago, and it's here's what the study showed, that the number of people signing up on registrations to get information about homes has somewhat in the 10 to 15 times what it was maybe five years ago. So it's, let's, let's just say 15 times what it was five years ago. The problem is the number of homes being sold is constant, the same as it was five years ago. So what's happening is much like what you're saying, Marilyn, people are signing on other websites all over. Everybody's got a website. Everyone's uh, maybe you register, maybe you don't. But the problem is they're getting the same information uh, in the search for that home that comes on the market. So here's what I would tell you to do. Here's the best thing. You find the agent that you trust, someone who responds to your phone calls quickly, accurately, courteously, and then... Go ahead and use that person and their website. Hopefully they have a good website as well. <laughs> right. Well, that you, be... That's going to be part and parcel of the whole thing. Well, right? with this privacy thing, I had someone mention the other day for, for the home search, did you come up with a, a dummy email? Would that be a suggestion rather no. than your personal? Well, no. here's, here's the big deal because, well, you could, but if you want accurate service and you want an agent to check in you, a lot of times with the dummy email, they can't now reach out to you to tell you if something's off the market or if you can if they can assist you to make the search better. Other than going to a site like Zillow where you can go in the free access. But the problem there is 
they don't always update their listings, and they're not regulated the same way our sites are. So that when something goes make is sold or goes pending, a lot of times Zillow won't update it, and you're thinking there's homes on the market for sale that are not, and then you have to reach out to an agent when you could have just completely fixed and not wasted any of that time. Mm-hmm. And just signed up with the the right agent. Make sure you give out the, the not too much information. Maybe a phone number or just an email address. Or There's tell a- the agent how you want to be contacted, whether it's text, email, um, video email, or phone call, and then how often you want to be contacted. Because most agents in our community, both Southern Indiana and Louisville, are very respectful of what you as the buyer or seller want. The other thing that you can do on this, Marilyn, is to be pre-approved or pre-qualified by a loan officer and a company, a mortgage company, that does the due diligence up front. Explain what I'm talking about, Brian. Well, you, 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 Bob's exactly right. You want to reach out to a loan officer really before you begin that search so you don't let yourself down. But you definitely want to have your credit analyzed. Uh, a good loan officer is going to ask you to review your income prior to issuing an approval letter. Uh, it's not real good to just take your word for it. There's all kinds of examples I can stay on that. But um, definitely have your credit analyzed. Definitely have your income analyzed. And figure out what you're most comfortable with paying per month. That's the secret. It's not about what you can afford. It's about, well, not about what you want to go for as far as the house price goes. It's about what you can afford monthly. And so for sellers, when you get a pre-qualification or pre-approval letter, you want to make sure what, Brian, that's in that. Well, as far as a seller goes, you want to make sure that it uses the word uh, verified. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. That is probably the key word that stands out the most. Good. Verified mm-hmm. income, uh, verified credit. All right. So one more thing, because this brings up a whole other thought in my mind, is uh, for many people who are thinking, well, maybe I'll try selling the house for sale by owner. And that's perfectly acceptable, but you're up against so much stuff like, did you know the word verified should be in a pre-approval letter that a potential buyer brings to you. But did you also know that buyers want the best possible deal? The buyer's agent who solely represents the best interest of the buyer typically is going to be representing the buyer and you have nobody representing you as a seller. The buyer's attorney in some parts of the country is also involved in our parts. They're not. The home inspection companies which work for the buyer will almost always find some of the problems and you can say no, but the deal falls apart. The termite companies will be there to look and you could have challenges there. The buyer's lender, the structure of the mortgage requires the seller's participation, like closing costs prepaid. Do you know about how to handle those? The appraiser, if the, there's a question of value, do you really want to go up against an appraiser? The title company, if there are challenges with certificates of occupancy or other permits that may or may not have been pulled. The town municipal, municipality, if you need to get the CO permits mentioned that we, above, or if you did some construction but you didn't have permits, permits pulled the buyer goes on and on here did That's you do that with one breath I, i'm yeah, just saying so if you're, if you're a fizzbo um if you for sale by owner you're perfectly entitled to do it if it was I, I would tell you from my standpoint before i became a realtor i was a television anchor reporter moved all around the country I would never have thought of buying a home without a realtor to represent me. There's that, a reason we're here. That's it. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sakoda, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHS. Hello. Hey, Bob. This is Jessica. Yeah. What happens to my earnest money deposit if we agree on repairs, but then I find another house I like better? Can I get out of the contract and get my money back? Can you wave goodbye to your earnest money? Said, no soup for you. Yeah, it's nothing. Kevin? You, you signed a contract. And, and, again, when you go through the repair contingency, that's the usual way that people get out of, you know, you have an offer, you check out the condition, you ask if there's some um, conditions with the property that you have 
question with. Sounds like she went through that period. Now she just wants another one. She likes she, another one. Yeah. She probably needs to to uh, consult with a real estate attorney just to take a look at it. There are avenues. There's a way to limit damages, but she very well may have your your son down there was kind of correct. Maybe the earnest. It's, it's all perspective. Maybe. If she wants another house, she probably just needs some more earnest money. Is what it sounds That's, like, and it's not going to be, be held up for a period of time. <laughs> yeah. Just, just out of curiosity, if she had not gone through the and signed off on the inspection or repair request, they're still able to pull out by just saying, "I'm getting out of the out of the contract. I don't want to go forward." Well, that would be a breach. I mean, they've got a legal obligation to purchase the prop the, the property. You. Typically, a court in Kentucky is not going to give you a specific performance where they make you buy the property, but you would be liable for damages. And in Kentucky, they have to put the property back in the market. They're going to incur some additional expenses with respect to that. It may sell for a little bit less. And in some cases, the listing agent sold the property twice, mm-hmm. in which case yeah. they want the commission twice. Uh, interesting so stuff. A, yeah, that's a big teeth in it. If you want to see some of the future of home photography throughout Louisville, head to louisville3d.com. If you need to sell your home, you really do need more than just ordinary pictures. And we take the home photography to a whole new level. You can see it for yourself at louisville3d.com. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. Courtney here. I just bought a home a year ago. Now my employer wants me to move to another state. And I need to sell the house. I think I have to pay the mortgage company money since I haven't lived in the home more than two years. Does that make sense? Is there any way to get out of that penalty? It does. But, Brian, is that always the case where there's a prepayment penalty? No, great news. Um, You know, prepayment penalties probably haven't existed since 2007. Uh, They no longer exist. And in some cases, you might get a refund, uh, FHA. You'd be entitled to part of your mortgage insurance back. So you might even get a check in the mail. Whoa. Oh, that I think we just made Courtney's day very, very happy. Good Good for you. Back to the phones. Hello, News Radio 840 WHS. Good morning, Amber. Hi, this is Amber. Yeah. The sellers of the home I'm buying did not complete all the repairs, and I'm supposed to close next week. Should I postpone the closing until the repairs are done? Well, let's look at it from first a legal standpoint on this, Kevin. Well, I'm assuming she, she made a request to do repairs. They agreed to do the by licensed contractors. The repairs were not done. Uh, usually you can hold up closing or in some cases with the lender's approval, you can, you can escrow the money, mm-hmm. which would be basically held in our escrow account until the work's completed to the satisfaction of the buyer. Then we could release the money to the plumber, electrician, roofer. Sometimes with different lenders, they like that suggestion. Other times they do not. So Brian, yeah, Brian, do what like are you it? thinking? Yeah. Um, well, it really depends on what shows up on that appraisal. So if it's on the appraisal, it's going to need to be fixed. Yeah, the appraisers have yeah. the ultimate control over if it's all not of the it. appraisal. We don't know that. Yeah. yeah, and Greg, from a standpoint of an agent, yeah, I mean, you our say- recommendations to always try to get it fixed, depending on if it's a new construction, especially. But your every instance is different. Some people need to get into that house, so yeah. that's an option which Kevin presented. Um, but we would always say because it depends on what specific uh, items we're asking for. It could be something directly with a, prum- a plumber or a roofer where you can you can escrow that money for that specific vendor, but what if it's something mundane? What if it's something out of the ordinary that they're asking for that hasn't been done and you're going to go into closing and expect them to do it, that you can't hold anybody accountable? I remember one of my best stories we had a few days before closing, and 
the basement ha- waterproofing had to be done, and the the lady said, "Well, she did that because she got the little can of spray oh. from the commercial." Mm-hmm. They like got seal. <laughs> 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 she sprayed on the water. Really? You can build boats out of that stuff. It's kind of hard to argue with that at that oh, point. So no. it's like, well, that might not be considered professional. Uh, we're noticing though that there are more and more uh, closing attorneys who do not want to hold uh, an escrow account open. Is there a reason for that? Is it just because the banks don't want it? Well, because ultimately it comes down to us. We have these items sitting on our books forever. The buyer and seller can't agree. It usually says it goes to the court. Well, on a $500, $1,000, paying it over to court, the expense of doing that. So it's a financial headache for us to keep the records. And we get audited by our underwriters each and every year. And mm. they bring up, you still have these escrows. Sometimes a party will move to California. You need their signature. Mm-hmm. They've disappeared from the planet. Mm. That's difficult. Understood. All right. We're going to take a break, by the way. When we come back, we've got the worst money mistakes you can make when you buy a home. In the studios with us, our good buddy who's been with us through thick and thin, Kevin Disler over at Pitt & Frank Attorneys, at 895-9900. Also in for Randy, Brian Likens over at Swan Financial at 773 773- Four eight three four, and my son Greg. You can reach him at Greg at WeSellLouisville dot com, and of course you can reach me anytime, Bob at WeSellLouisville dot com, or three seven six five four eight three. Or have you heard this new one, GrabBob dot com? Yeah, that's it's one of the URLs that I have. GrabBob dot com takes you to one of our contact pages. Mm-hmm. Yep, back in a moment on News Radio eight forty WHAS. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. Pitt and Frank has long served your real estate closing needs throughout the Louisville and Southern Indiana area, including our newest location in Oldham County across from the Southeast Christian Church in Crestwood. But did you know that Pitt and Frank can assist you with your estate planning and long-term care needs? Don't leave your loved ones the burden of being unprepared. There are solutions available to protect assets and income as well as plan for your long-term care. Call us today at Pitt and Frank, 502-895-9900. That's 502-895-9900. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or 
Bob will buy it. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran. I just spent uh, half a day with her up in New York a couple of weeks ago, and you can reach me anytime. Talk about uh, real estate at 376-5483. Here in the studio, Brian Likens from Swan Financial at 773-4834. We've also got Kevin Dissler from Pitt & Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. And my son, Greg, who joins us as well. Thanks for being here, guys. All right, raise your, actually say yes if you, this has happened to you. Uh, these Some of the worst money mistakes you can make when you buy a home. Now, we all own homes here, correct? Yep, correct. Okay. Yes. So while home ownership undeniably comes with plenty of expenses, there's no reason to spend more than you have to. If your home seems more like a money pit than an asset, it could be that you're making one of these 12 common money mistakes, all right? Not taking care of the small stuff while it's still small. Anybody? Yes. yes. Sound familiar? Putting off home repairs is common and risky. It's a risky mistake that a slow leak or cracked fixture might seem like a minor inconvenience that has little bearing on your daily life, but left unattended, that damage could escalate into an emergency situation. So be careful. If you see something little, address it early uh, rather than wait it, let it wait and uh, and. Fester. Where there's smoke, there's fire. There is. Hanging on to inefficient appliances. How Are your appliances all new energy efficient? I know, Greg, yeah, yours yeah. are. But I know, yeah. Mm, are bronze. You, are you still using... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's old. Are you still using a dishwasher, washing machine, clothes dryer, or refrigerator from the last century? If so, mm-hmm. you're passing up the considerable energy savings to be found with today's high-efficiency major appliances. They could pay for themselves. And rebates, yeah. Paying for services you don't need. And this, all of us, I think, probably are guilty. At least I am. Hiring out services such as a pool or yard maintenance, house cleaning, small repairs, or minor home remodeling projects does save you some time. But it costs money that might have been better spent or saved elsewhere in your budget. Instead of engaging a professional, have your teenage son or daughter handle the pool or yard care unless your teenage son is now 30 and sitting across from you at the uh, radio studio. We, we used to do that, but uh, yeah. times have changed. As, as he's gotten older, he's got his own to deal with. Buying extended warranties. If you're buying a new major home appliance, that salesperson that you meet will probably pressure or try to pressure you into purchasing an extended warranty. But although this sounds like a money-wise choice, the truth is that uh, many consumer advocates advise against them. Ex- the exclusions and fine print rejections in the extended warranty can be lengthy, and the chances are if your appliance does not need to be serviced, why would you buy a home warranty or warranty on your, your appliance that is going to never be used? By the way, on home warranties, we have a specific pattern of what you need to do to make sure that if you have a home warranty, how to use yes, it effectively. I'm, I'm an advocate of, of certain Home warranties, warranties. Yeah. and I was in retail for quite a, quite a few years. It depends. And if you're worried or concerned, you call me, and I'll fill you in on the home warranty, how to use those effectively, 376-5483. Using old-school light bulbs, if you're still holding on to those incandescent light bulbs and it's time to let them go, unless you're selling your home. While CFL and LED bulbs may be costing more up front, ultimately they save you money. But you don't want the bright white that look like you're in a hospital or office. If you're replacing, you want the warm color temperature. Correct, right? Correct. Yep. All right. You're doing unnecessary improvements. 
before hiring a contractor to dig the swimming pool or add a new home office. Think of long and hard how much you really need that expensive addition and how much it will cost to maintain after the initial uh, investment. You can overbuild for your neighborhood. Also, neglecting to save for emergencies. You need some monies, some money available for household emergencies. Hey, eventually they're going to strike. Whether it's a hole in the roof or rusted out water heater or a, a doomed central heating system, but be prepared for something that may go wrong that you didn't plan for. Also, paying for storage pods or self-storage. How many people have self-storage or pods? I know a lot of people Ugh, who do. And I I keep meaning to clean it out and cut it off. Yeah, well, like, as, a, as a general month, rule, gets me. if you're paying to store your possessions in a pod or storage unit, that's you're me. wasting money unless... That's me. That's you. Unless you have a firm plan for using those stored items, say a no. canoe for the summer's vaca- family vacation. No. So I think you need to make a commitment. Drug. Also, setting the water heater temperature too high. Do you have yours set up above 120? Yes. Uh, I think so. All right. That's so, a great question. Above 120, your utility bills are too high. The U.S. Department of Energy recommends a water heater setting up 120 degrees max to save money. Okay. okay. Not changing your air conditioning filters. Anybody? Vic- every, every month. Okay, good for you. Put yourself on a monthly reminder because that will cost you money, both heating and air. Uh, plant, uh, planting high-maintenance landscaping, which requires people to come in and trim it and keep it looking beautiful. You want to use natural stuff that grows. And then finally, not comparing insurance company. This was a wow. If you automatically signed up with the same company that provides your auto insurance when you bought your home, you may be paying too much. You can shop around, possibly save money on your monthly insurance for your house and your car. Yeah. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sikoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Erica. Hi. We're looking to sell our house. I got a question for you. Yeah. Should we upgrade our appliances and replace our metal bifold doors with new ones? Do both, do one, or do the other? It depends on what you have, and it depends on what your neighbors have. So here's what I would take. Both buyers and appraisers are going to look at pictures of what homes have sold for in your neighborhood. If the majority, or I'm going to use one of the Kevin Dissler words, if the propensity of homes in your oh, neighborhood, you like that? Pronounce it correctly. Too. Thank you, right? Word of the day. There you go. In, our, <laughs> in your area, your neighborhood are of, let's say, stainless steel appliances, and yours are not, it might be worth to at least upgrade. And you don't have to spend a whole lot of money. Get that cheap stainless steel package. Um, you can go to the scratch and dent stores. They may have something that, as long as the dent doesn't show, who knows? Says, who cares? So, you might want to consider putting those in because buyers are going to compare other homes in your neighborhood or in your price range to see what you have as opposed to other homes that are on the market. As for bifold doors, if they're rusted, if they're scraped, if they've been banged up, yes. Deferred maintenance. You, but upgrade if, it, if, it, if it's in good shape. Good, yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't spend the money. Our My philosophy, Greg's philosophy, our team's philosophy is – don't spend money where you don't have to spend. Put it in your pocket and sell the home and get a good price for it. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sikoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Keith. Yeah. I'm getting married in July. My fiance and I are starting to look for a house to buy. Any precautions we should take if we buy before being married? Oh, you know, you're not the only one. We just heard from somebody, I think, a week ago who's doing the same thing. So apparently a lot of people who are uh, planning to get married are starting to look. And it's a smart move. Because buying a home, in fact, here, let me just tell you, not owning your own home can cost you a lot of money. So, Keith, good job. Home ownership provides tax savings. It allows you to lock in your monthly housing cost. 
uh, buying home is cheaper than renting in our area, at least, and no other investment lets you live inside of it, Think unless you're living in a car, but typically no. So, Kev, what precautions would you recommend to Keith and his fiance to make? Is there a, a contract or an agreement or like in a prenup when you're married? Is there something they should think about before they purchase the yeah, home together? It's like a cohabitation agreement because this does happen quite often, but then you have issues where one spouse is on one spouse, one pre spouse mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is on the note, the other one is not. They buy a house together, someone takes off, and uh, someone's left holding the bag. And unlike the situation where you're married, then there's a process that you can go through that handles that, the divorce proceeding that will determine who ends up having to deal with the responsibility of the house. There is none. You're considered to be business co- co-owners as if it were a business venture. And so getting into it's easy. Getting out of it's very difficult mm-hmm. in that situation. So make sure you're real clear and you identify beforehand and you hate to mention this, but, again, it's probably more than 50-50. Chances are you're not going to make it to the altar, in which case if it doesn't happen, what do you do with the property? But don't let Kevin scare you. Yeah, no, I, yeah, listen, yeah. I've speaking had from so millennials, many... it's different now. Uh, you don't have to be scared. I, I bought a house with my now wife before we got married. Um, we got into another transaction. We have everything written in paper. We we did it as a business transaction. Thankfully, we're still good. I had one of my good friends who was in a rental situation, and he needed to buy. He needed to. He was throwing away his money. His girlfriend at the time, now fiance, wasn't sure about their situation, but we got them into it into the right mindset. So I think it's about setting expectations, going to see somebody like Kevin, make sure everything is legally drawn out properly to, to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you could still. I had a gentleman one time came home, and uh, the significant other had left. Only thing remaining behind were three cats. Which were hers. Oh, jeez. I, I didn't ask what happened to the cats. I hope, Keith, hope they Keith, found good homes. Keith, the, the, I'm just going to tell you, the pot careful. is half full. Don't Because it's 50-50 whether it, goes, it continues or not. But I will hear him here to tell you, uh, marriage to Sandy, very happy. Uh, it's a half full <laughs> pot. And going it's a good into it the right Watch way. yourself. You're digging a hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not digging a hole. Okay, I'm going to okay, pick okay, up yeah, the shovel. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, know yeah, what he's putting yeah, in the ground. Don't worry. If you're thinking about selling your home, we have a free no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. You want a copy? Send me an email, bob at com, and put selling tips in the subject line. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Angie. Yeah. How do I find out what my payment will be if I buy a house? I mm. tried several mortgage calculators on different websites, and each one was different. I kept hearing I should make sure I have a good credit rating, but where can I go to see what my credit rating is? So, Brian, so a couple of questions there. How can she find out legitimately what her her, her credit rating is? Well, you, you have to be very careful with some of the online stuff like Credit Karma, for example. Um, I know a really good one is annualcreditreport.com. Mm-hmm. seems to fairly match the scores that a loan officer would actually pull. Is that free? It's actually free. Oh, wow. Um, hey, give and me the name annualcreditreport.com again. Annualcreditreport.com has the closest to scores that a loan officer might actually pull. And will it reduce your credit rating if you go there to look at your No, number? I think you get two free pulls a year. Okay. I've seen As a couple a credit card companies that will do it if you have a specific credit card. Is that true? Well, you Is just it? want to be very – it's different algorithms and things when it comes to a mortgage as far as getting your credit looked at. So I, I would definitely, if you're very serious about it, just go ahead and pull your credit with the loan officer. Yeah. Okay, and then that's. I mean, I, hopefully we've answered all of uh, Angie's questions 
I'm trying to think if there's any part of that that because the score is important. She needs to know the middle score right in in correct the mid score is what the lender uses. Or here's this because it's a no obligation thing. So if they call you, if someone calls you and says, "Hey, can you check?" and because we're thinking about getting pre qualified to get a loan, would, are you able to do that without yeah, charging? A- absolutely. Okay, so call. You want to call Brian at seven seven three four eight three four again seven seven three four eight three four coming up. By the way, on our show next week, because we only got a couple of seconds left before the end of the show, seven bad reasons to renovate your home. Seven bad reasons to renovate your home. It's a real eye-opener. We want to thank here in the studio our good friends Kevin Disler at Pitt & Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. They own, not only do closings, you do wills. You do state planning, mm-hmm. a little bit of Medicaid planning in case someone's going to an assisted living or a nursing home facility. Gotcha. Also, in for Randy Rocky, who's just continuing his vacation uh, at Swan Financial, Brian Likens. And it's been great having you here, Brian. Thank you, Bob. 773 4834 is a direct number to call uh, Brian, and we appreciate him here as well. And my son, Greg, who does a great job with our photography. If you want to see, go to uh, Louisville3D.com. And to reach me, Anytime, Bob Sekolder, 376-5483. See you next week on News Radio 840 WHAS.